Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Henry J. filling in for Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode number 58, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all your banking needs, visit the team at their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. So Henry, how you doing? Good. I had a whirlwind week, man, and it's oh, not ending. You? Yeah, uh, I was on the television. That's uh, right. Me and Oliver Elfarmy were on an episode of Band in Seattle, which you can find on Facebook right now. But yeah, we're going to be on actual TV with Fuzzmud, which was really cool. It was like an all Everett kind of showcase. Nice. So that was pretty rad. And then Friday, OEA um, with me, of course, we're playing a KCR benefit at uh, Scuttlebutt Tap Room. So that'll be really cool. Saints by Day and Jenny and the Blue Moon Boys, and uh, yeah, we're going to raise some money for KSCR. And that's this Friday? That's this Friday. Nice. Yeah, I might try and come out to that. You should. It should be uh, interesting. I've heard that there's going to be like a paper mache volcano. Oh. I well. don't know what what that's about at all. I have no idea. A paper mache volcano. But we'll find out. Um, okay. what, what about you? What's up with you? Uh, you know, just getting ready to have my first baby. I know. Set 75 days. <sighs> Counting them down. Are you psyched? Nervous? Yeah. Both. I know very, you're working very on psyched, your, very nervous. Working on your dad jokes. Working on my dad jokes. Perfect. That's right. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, all right. Should we jump into the show? Is there anything else? I was waiting for you to read the next line. All right, cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this week we have Ted Wenta, Chief Operations Officer of the Snohomish County YMCA on the podcast. We'll be talking to Ted about the Everett YMCA's move to a new facility and what the Everett Y will offer us in the new building. We're excited to have him on the show. And we'd like to, uh, before we jump into things with Ted, we'd like to thank one of our awesome local sponsors, Major League Pizza. Uh, Major League makes high quality, delicious pizza and grinders. You can even get a free one on your birthday when you sign up for their birthday club. They're located right in downtown Everett at 2811 Colby Ave. And you can learn more online at MajorLeaguePizza.com. So, uh, Ted, are you ready to jump in? Yeah, thank you for having us. We deeply appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Um, so why don't you just catch us up a little bit on kind of your background, uh, with the Everett area here and coming to, uh, getting involved with the YMCA. Yeah. So I'm a product of the YMCA. I grew up in the YMCA though. I started my career down in Southern California in the YMCA, but I moved to Everett in June of 95 and I've been here ever since working out of the Everett family YMCA. So I love Everett. I love the community, and I'm very excited about this project and what it can mean to literally transform the community. What's uh, what's the history of the YMCA in Everett? Because that that building's very old that you guys are in now. It's <laughs> yes, it very, is very historic. Has yes. the Y been there the whole time? How, when did the Y move in? I yeah, guess. Yeah, great question. And we actually have been on the same block since uh, 1901. That's not the original building. So when you see that brick building, the original building burnt down. Uh, There's a great fire in 1920, and they had a fundraising campaign in one week to raise, at that time, was $157,000 to build a new YMCA. And so that brick building that you see on the corner of California and Rockefeller, that is the building that they raised to build money on. Um, And so there's the brick building, and then they did another expansion in 1960 and another one in 1980. So we've been on that block for 117 years, and it's yeah, it's a, it was an emotional decision to transition out of the downtown core. So what? Why was that decision made? Is mm-hmm. it just the building? The building's just obviously like you know 
a hundred years old or so. Is it, was that the, the main reason why? Or You know, it's funny. If you look at the archives and if you go back and look at the history of the Y when they built our 80s building uh, and you look at the campaign uh, capital materials to why they wanted to build the 1980s building, they, they say clearly in those campaign materials, this building is too old. It's outlived its usefulness. It's time for a new YMCA. Well, here we are 40 years later, and we're still saying the same thing. It really, we, you, you no longer can take blood from a stone. It really has uh, served its purpose well. And quite frankly, um, as we look at the evolution of the city of Everett, um, more people live closer to 75th Avenue as a true center of Everett as opposed to the downtown core. And um, so you said you first came to be involved with the Snohomish County. Why did you say around 95 is when you came up here? Yes. And then did you just, how did you first get involved with, with the Y? Was it, you said you kind of just grew up yeah, going to the Y? Yeah, I was one of those kids, much like a lot of kids who uh, started at the YMCA. They either they learned to play basketball, they took a swim lesson, they went off to camp. Uh, I was one of those, uh, one of those students. And then uh, in high school, I volunteered at the YMCA. And in college, I had the opportunity to travel overseas with the YMCA. And then when I graduated from college, I said I wanted a real job. And uh, I lasted in the private sector for about six weeks. And then there was an opening at my hometown YMCA to run youth programs and uh, never looked back, never regretted that decision. And very glad I get to do what I get to do. Wow. So you're just like a Y lifer. I, I'm a lifer. I'm all in. Wow. That's amazing. Are there many other employees that have that similar story? That is not a dissimilar story. In fact, in the Everett YMCA, literally generations of families have grown up in that YMCA. That's, I, I think, what makes it really special. Uh, so it's funny, I've been there 22 years. And so many of the youth that I remember are now adults in our YMCA, or they're bringing their kids uh, to our YMCA. It, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty impactful. That's really cool. So the new building. Yes. That's why we're all here to talk about the new building today. So um, talked about why the move uh, where where is the new building going to be? So we're going to be at the old Everett Public Schools Education Administrative Service site. It's, that's at forty seven thirty Colby Avenue. It's an eight point two acre site. Uh, many people when they drive up Colby, they'll say, "Oh, I thought that was an elementary school." No, that was actually the original school district building. That was built when the school district was nine thousand. Today we're pushing 20,000. So wow. uh, obviously there's more students, more students to the south end of the district. And so uh, the district had really outgrown that facility. It was vacated in November of 15 and, and we had the opportunity to purchase it. So we're, we're very excited about that piece of property and what it can mean for the citizens of Everett. And uh, what are some of the uh, features of the new building? So this building will be different. Uh, from anything that you've seen. Um, mm. It will have more of a feel of a college rec center than uh, any of our YMCAs. So if you're familiar with our YMCAs in Marysville or Muckleteo or Monroe or Mill Creek, they have a certain look and feel to them. If you look at our Stanwood YMCA that we recently opened uh, Labor Day of 16, uh, that w we used a different architect, much more open concept, and that's what this feel will look like. One of the reasons why we chose that is we want it to be really inviting, really open where community can connect with one another. Yes, it will have a lot of the features you come to expect at a YMCA, but it will also have some different features that are different from our existing building. Like what? Um, so I, 
you know, the, the first question we're often asked is uh, the current downtown YMCA has uh, eight racquetball courts and there won't be any racquetball courts in the first phase of this YMCA. Hmm. That's a, a, a trend that is really, um, we've seen a decrease over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it will have three exercise studios where right now we're really using a lot of our old gymnasiums for that purpose. There will be a main gymnasium. And then one of the things I think we're really excited about are the, uh, is the natatorium or the aquatic feature. So there will be two pools. One will be a competition pool, uh, 25 yards in length, uh, but it will have diving blocks. It will have timing pads and all those types of things where local high school swim teams can have uh, local meets. It will also have a leisure pool, uh, and some of the features on the leisure pool are pretty exciting. So it will have zero depth entry. Zero depth entry, why that's important is um, if you are a senior or you have mobility issues, it really is a very gradual slope to get into the pool. It will also have warm water. Um, much like we have, a, we have a warm water pool right now in our current Everett YMCA, but this will have much more ease of access. It will have a lazy river that uh, provides resistance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it will be. <laughs> be so so it will have a lot of features in the pool area that we currently don't have and you wouldn't see in the area. Uh, we're very excited about that. How many, how many water slides? You know, we, we're not going to have water slides. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned that question uh, because we do have water slides in our Mill Creek YMCA, in our Monroe YMCA, but what we have found is they don't get used as often as you would think. That bums me out. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but I think the features that are in there, I think it's going to be highly used. It's going to have lots of activity. I think it's going to be a, an attractive amenity for both members and guests and residents for the city of Everett. And when you say lazy river, is that what it sounds like? Like when you sit on the tube and you can mm-hmm. like float through yeah. and okay, yeah. nice. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. It'll, it'll, That's neat. It'll be exciting. I think it's something that um, you're going to see a lot of activity and it's just going to feel so open, which if you've been to our current downtown Y, you know, it's five stories high. Uh, it's pretty compressed and tight. There's not a lot of uh, places to really see in and, and this will feel much different. So... One one of the the big features of the of the current Y of the current building is the SkyTrack. Our our uh, our, our buddy, our coworker, Richard Porter, just wrote an amazing uh, article about the SkyTrack. Yes, is something like that going to come to the new building at all? So one of the great things about this site is the current site that we're on is fairly condensed, fairly compressed. Um, I want to say it's twenty four thousand square feet. So. One of the challenges when we were looking for sites for a new YMCA is we knew we had to find a place where we could expand. And the current site is 8.2 acres. Uh, and so what we want to do is integrate the entire site, the master site. So on the south end of the site, the city of Everett is going to develop a neighborhood park. And there's going to be some features that are going to be pretty exciting that's going to be a part of that. What we want to do is also say, how can we incorporate the total site? So if you want to run, exercise, exercise um, have different uh, pieces of equipment on the outside of the, of the building, you can do that. There won't be a SkyTrack feature, uh, but there will be other features that we think are equally, if not more, attractive. Very cool. Nice. And when you were talking about the racquetball courts, which, side note, um, Tyler, who is usually my, my co-host on the podcast, he's gone today, but uh, last year we actually did get really into racquetball which it was funny climbing up those uh, four or five, four or five flights of stairs. You know, by the time you get up there, you're 
too tired out to play anymore. But uh, you mentioned um, that for phase one, you guys would not have racquetball courts. So are you planning on rolling out this new Y in different phases? That's the plan. Uh, as you can imagine, you know, YMCAs are not cheap to build in Seattle and Puget Sound is a very hot construction market right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the cost of construction and the ability to find contractors and subcontractors to do this type of work you probably could not find a worse place or a worse time to build in yeah. terms of expenses. So what we have said is we the the build out is 60,000 square feet roughly in phase 1. The total build out of the site is 78,000 square feet. And depending on how the community responds, when they respond, I think that will dictate when phase 2 is going to be built. So what's going to happen with the current building once you guys move out that's i know that that's kind of like a a big question mark um do you have any ideas what's what's going to happen at all yeah it's a it's a really important question for the community um one of the things that we take very seriously is we've been on the same block for 117 years and and i will share with you that a, a number of our supporters and members who have been a part of our YMCA for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, maybe longer, they equally care, if, if not more, about how we transition from our current location than they care about the new building. And the reason why I bring that up is we, we need to show great care and sensitivity. The plan right now is to sell the downtown Y and the parking lots across the street. We need that as a funding mechanism to help with the cost of this overall project, which is roughly $33.5 million. Uh, So it's a sizable chunk. Uh, We don't know what we will receive, but I would not be surprised if the new YMCA, or excuse me, the current YMCA is listed for sale within the next four months. Okay. Hopefully somebody cool buys it. Yeah, I hope so. Whatever, Whatever it might be used for, it's hard to imagine. Well, and, you know? and part, of the, part of the challenge is uh, YMCAs, we want them to be highly flexible because the Y we use today will not be the Y that we use 20 years from now. And obviously we saw that in the 1920s building, the 1960s, they felt like they had to do something different. In the 1980s, yet again, they felt like they had to do something different. Uh, in the new Y, we really designed flexibility into it with the understanding that uh, it would be it could be easily convertible space, whatever that space looked like. For the current YMCA, especially in the 1920s building, you're pretty locked in to what mm-hmm. you have. And so the ability to move walls, move um, any support columns or anything like that is just really, really challenging. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you use the example of, you know, huffing up the stairs for five flights to play racquetball. Imagine if you're a senior and you're doing that because you need to take a pedaling for Parkinson's class, which we offer at the YMCA. You know, for some seniors, it could take them literally a half hour to get up those stairs. So that's one thing that we're excited about the new Y is just the whole notion of accessibility that we currently don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be really nice. Um, one thing we were curious with the, the new building, uh, like you mentioned, of course, there's a ton of cost associated with that. Are the prices going to change at all for memberships? So if a person is a member of the YMCA in Everett, they're a member of the YMCA of Snomers County, and that's not going to change. And so, for example, if you're a Mill Creek YMCA member or a Muckleteo family YMCA member, you're going to be an Everett Y member and vice versa. So that's not going to change. Will the prices go up? They incrementally go up every uh, one to two years. Uh, We just had our first price increase, I think, in the last 
20 months. So it's been uh, quite some time. So will there be a price increase? Not dramatically different from what our experience has been before. And that was very true when we opened our Stanwood YMCA. Sure. So you were talking about the pools. Yes. Earlier. I uh, it, I heard that you know the the pool might be for non-members like one of them mm-hmm. might be like more of a community pool like not really tied to the Y I don't know maybe you could shed some light on yeah, that Yeah no great question uh, Yeah So one one of the things that we're really excited about and uh we're just uh, so pleased is uh with the leadership of uh, Mayor Cassie Franklin and former Mayor Ray Stephenson and the Everett City Council uh they approved an agreement this past Wednesday evening for a partnership between the YMCA and the city. The YMCA will be donating the southern acre of land uh, on the property that we have where the YMCA will sit, and that's where they're going to develop a neighborhood park. And there's renderings out there, and and we're happy to share that with you. In exchange, the city will provide the YMCA $2.5 million to the YMCA for this project. They will also develop the neighborhood park and maintain and operate it for the rest of its life. So one of the things that we're really excited about is we're also able to provide City of Everett residents pool access to the, the new YMCA at a reduced fee. What's that reduced fee? That reduced fee will be slightly higher than Forest Park, but it will be slightly lower than a YMCA day pass fee. And we're still negotiating and figuring that out. But one of the things we're excited about and one of the goals that the city had is they wanted to increase Uh, swim access to their residents. We believe this is an amenity that people are going to get excited about. Uh, The reality is the city has seen a, um, I don't want to say a movement away, but some of their residents go to either the Snohomish Aquatic Center or to the Lenwood Aquatic Center because they didn't feel there was a, a suitable aquatic center for their residents to use. So we think this is going to be a great alternative for them. Well, you're talking about Two, what's what's cool too? I used to cover uh, prep sports at the Herald for, okay. for a year or so, and um, it's nice that area high schools are going to have you know like a, an amazing pool to go swim in because I yes. believe all the high schools go to uh, the Snohomish Aquatic Center. Yeah, it do, depends on the meets. meets and things yeah. like that. So yeah. that's that's pretty neat. So yeah, so there will be the opportunity for Everett Public School students to have dual meets. Um, or maybe another high school will be a part of that and have that at the YMCA where they don't have that opportunity right now. Right, yeah, there's really no, mm-hmm. no, you know, like a forest park is, is great, but there's, you know, there's nothing like in the center of town, kind of like north downtown-ish. You got to kind of go out of your way to go swimming. So cool stuff. And then you guys are doing a groundbreaking next month for the new building? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's been a labor of love, and we've had some great volunteers who have, who have been out fundraising for this uh, project. So we finally have reached groundbreaking weekend, and that's going to be on Saturday, June 9th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Colby site, uh, 4730 Colby Avenue. And so we invite anyone who's listening to come on out. It's going to be just a a wonderful day of celebration, not only for the Everett YMCA, but hopefully for the community where they can feel proud of what's happening. And that will really, you'll begin to see the dirt move uh, shortly thereafter. And we anticipate a 14 month build out until the new YMCA opens. Cool. That was my next question. Is yeah. When will it be completed? We talked so much about the new building. Yeah. September of 19 is what, what we're looking at. So uh, nice. if, constru- if construction plans stay on schedule, that's that's what we hope to have. There we go. Awesome. Cool. Well, 
Exciting stuff. Should we ask any other questions, Garrett, before we get into the Everett questions? Um, I don't know. Ted, is there anything else about the building that we should have asked? That we should know? Any other uh, fun facts? You know, uh, I would just put a call out for volunteers. Um, you know, there are many ways to get involved with this project. And what I mean by this, this is truly a community barn raising experience. And, and we tell our volunteers, this is something that happens once every two generations. Uh, certainly replacing a YMCA, especially replacing a legacy YMCA that has been a part of the community. And there is no shortage of work to get ready to open the building, to have groundbreaking activities, to have ribbon cutting activities. Uh, we anticipate tripling the amount of people that we serve. Wow. So currently we serve between members and programs participants five or 6,000 people a year, uh, depending on how we count the numbers. We anticipate that number being triple the, the amount. So that is gonna triple the amount of the safety net available to uh, families that are part of this family or part of this community. It's gonna improve access in a way that has never improved access before. So we're really excited about what this can mean for the community. Very cool, yeah, it's exciting stuff indeed. So um, we have a few Everett-centric questions. We I'm like excited. To ask Bring all them. our guests. Yes. All right. So the first one is: uh, How have you seen Everett change since uh, since you first been here? You know, uh, I moved up here in 1995, and uh, you know, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of transformation in Everett. One of the things I had the privilege of being a part of is when you drive into Everett, you see uh, Everett. All-America City, and I, I was part of that when, when Everett became an All-America City, and that was in 2003. But to become an All-America City, you had to demonstrate collaboration as a community to move a big idea forward. And at the time, we presented ideas like uh, the transit station that didn't exist before. Uh, we presented Cocoon House, which if you look at the growth that they've experienced, it's very exciting, and Wiggum Hollow Park. So. You know, as I'm saying, those projects, there have been so many great projects that are coming to Everett, and I, I'm just really bullish on this community and what it can mean. Uh, obviously, the growth at Providence and what, what it means to have a first-class healthcare facility in our community is transformational. It's huge. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what do you think Everett's best-kept secret is? Can't say the why. <laughs> Even though that's not really a secret. You know, I, I think it, its best-kept secret is that it's a best-kept secret. Um, I think part of the challenge uh, when we talked about the All-America City, and I keep going back to that, but, but I think it's there is a... Everett can, amongst its, and this might be somewhat controversial, but can have an inferiority complex that we don't deserve something really good. Uh, we don't deserve a first-class medical center. We don't deserve a first-class YMCA. That You have to go to Seattle to do that. And I think um, what we're slowly seeing with folks like you who are doing this is to say, no, we have something really special here. And so I think our best-kept secret is the fact that people are standing up for Everett. I think people are excited to see Everett uh, transform. Uh, you know, it has a breathtaking views. And I think, you know, the opportunities here are amazing. It's definitely like in the in the arts community and the music community, like when we go play shows in Seattle or whatever, it's like, hey, we're from Everett. You know, we don't say that we're from Seattle. We're from Everett. There's yes. a big difference there. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool to see that shift taking place. Um, that ownership of our city. Do you think Everett is misunderstood? And if so, why? Absolutely. Yeah. And part of it is we've done that to ourselves. You know, we have, you know, any community has its challenges, and I'm not 
so naive that I wouldn't suggest that we don't have our challenges. At the same time, we have a lot of strengths, and you know the Navy base, uh, the the hospital, and the access to healthcare. Um, and we probably don't share that enough. I think we have a very strong public school system, and uh, because of that, we have a lot of families that are very supportive of their institutions within the city of Everett. But we don't talk about it, you know. And I think we should more and more. Uh, what do you think Everett needs, if anything? I think Everett. Really, um, if it looks in, Everett really needs to look at how it wants to brand itself and what type of, um, how it wants to attract e- economic development in the community. Uh, I think there's ample opportunity. Um, I think we have a great safety net of human services in the community. I think we have a great public school system. Um, but I think how we present ourselves, how we show up in the community, and in the region really will go a long ways in how Everett is positioned for the next 20 years. Definitely. I know I saw on the news recently that the city just hired a new um, director of the economic development department, and so I'm excited to uh, see what they end up doing with with that and and where that goes. That'll be cool. Yes, yes. Um, What is your greatest hope for Everett's future? That we can look back and and say, you know, they they were not afraid to be bold and audacious. And whatever that is, so it's a, if it's downtown redevelopments, downtown redevelopments. If it's increasing bikeability uh, within the city, if it's building out our public park system, if it's uh, strengthening our public education system, um, I, I I think um, to be bold and audacious in what we're trying to achieve for the city. And I think you know success begets success. And so you're seeing a lot of projects take off right now. You're seeing. Cocoon House uh, build their project. Uh, HopeWorks is building their projects. Uh, the hospital is getting ready to launch their capital campaign. The Y is building their campaign. That really suggests that there are a lot of local investors, donors who think, you know, Everett is very uh, important, and they want to put their dollars here because they think there there's a real bright future here. Yep, absolutely. Well said for sure. So we're gonna play a game. But, but I love games. But first, <laughs> I want to tell you, all of you, the Snohomish PUD has been your community energy partner for over <laughs> 65 years. Your PUD offers smart ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. They can help you save with instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special prices on efficient home products. Check out their website, snopud.com, for more smart rewards, smart rebates, and smart ideas. Bada bing. Okay, so uh, fast favorites. We're going to ask you five questions. You got 60 seconds. If you can answer all five questions in 60 seconds, you might win a prize. Oh! And we've been doing all this right. for 58 episodes and nobody's lost. Oh, my. Yeah, so your odds are pretty decent. Okay. Or, all right. Or the pressure's on. You yeah, know, I, I Whatever know. way you want to look at it. Okay. All right, I'm watching the clock whenever you're ready. Okay, here we go. Ted, where is your favorite place to eat? I think Anthony's on, at sunset on a beautiful day like today out on the deck. It's pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Favorite place to drink? I, I would say Anthony's on. There you go. <laughs> I know you can't say that twice, but or Lombardi's. Well, uh, you know, you look at both those places. It's great when the music's playing. Well, now I have a sneaking suspicion what your third answer is going to be. Where is your favorite place to watch the sunset? Uh, actually, I would say Jetty Island. Okay. Yeah, so uh, kayaking over to Jetty Island and and yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Well, you better hurry. Up. There you go. Favorite word to describe Everett? Um, Clock's ticking. Future oriented. 
Uh, favorite thing to do when you have free time? Uh, uh, oh, gosh, the pressure. Uh, spend time with my wife, who is from Everett. There we go. Uh, did he make it? Hey, yeah, he made it barely. Under the wire. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat there. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> All right, so I'll get out the bag of mystery here. And oh! You get, to, get to pick one prize. Okay. Wait, dig deep into the bag of mystery. A Y membership. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, Major League Pizza, $25 gift certificate. All right. There That's you go. fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much. Enjoy some uh, lunch or dinner on us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us. We uh, deeply, deeply appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for coming on. Uh, before we cut you loose, is there any anything uh, upcoming besides the groundbreaking that you want to talk about? Where can people learn more about the YMCA? Give us all that. So ymca-snowco.org uh, is our website. Uh, that's where you can find out all things about the new Everett Y, as well as the YMCA of Snomers County. Uh, we have a great summer coming up. Uh, we have our uh, 18th annual Yankee Doodle Dash, which is our 5 and 10K family fun run that's on the 4th of July. Uh, and we're also getting ready to kick off our summer season. That includes swim lessons and summer camps. And it's really a great time to be a part of the YMCA. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for hanging out on the Live and Ever podcast. We'll like to hear, we would like to hear from you. Send us feedback, tips, or whatever you want. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, take a minute to rate us and subscribe too. It helps a ton. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, which goes out every single Monday and is packed full of upcoming events, our latest podcast and videos of the week, a recap of what's new on the blog, all that good stuff. You can subscribe for free over on the website, liveineverett.com slash subscribe. Ted, thanks again for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, special thanks to my band, Oliver Elfarmy, for uh, our theme music. And to me, Henry J., which, by the way, you can catch my radio show, The Stereo Wire, every Friday night at 8.30 p.m. on 90.7 FM KSER, where we broadcast worldwide in HD, KSER.org. Uh, good things happen in Everett because of you. Never forget that. So thank you so much for listening and being part of this wonderful city. Have a great week. This is why we're ever till the grave.